So now I'm in it, Paul. Now you're in it. To be honest, I don't know for sure what I'm going to do with you since my current plans involve a lot of espionage, but you're a good face. The ability to just not be seen is really handy for not asking permission. But it's Lowry's business rival, so good jamming on that, Mason. I think they've stolen something from all of us now. They have. And you also know that you probably can't just walk in because at least Cheesley can see you. We can still walk in. We just have to walk either a little softer or a little more violently than usual. Or both. Anyway, I meet up with Elvis and then I call Lowry. I put him on conference call. Hello, Paul. You better be calling me to offer me a discount on my next blood delivery. Actually, no, not even then. You shouldn't be calling me. I thought you said I could call you if I learned something important about your competition. Well, I didn't put you on a job like that. So unless you're having dinner with the CEO of one of my multinational competitors, I don't really see that being relevant. Am I allowed to talk to you, Mr. Lowry? I don't even know you. Paul, why is your degenerate friend on the phone? How are things going with the beans and Tupperware account, Lowry? How dare you bring that up to me? I'll have you know that I failed to secure that account with a level of professionalism that only someone of my skill could muster. You wouldn't understand the complexity of my business. Well, I think I ran into a certain Mr. Cheesley Ratman tonight. He swung by my place for a bit of shopping, but her prices were too steep for him. He stole our VR headset! Yeah, I was being euphemistic. He stole our VR headset. Paul, are you stupid? First of all, Cheesley Ratman wouldn't be caught dead in a disgusting rat hole that you call a home. Second, why would he steal your VR headset? Third, the rich are prone to fits of eccentricity, and if he wanted to steal your headset, you should have just let him. Obviously, he was enjoying the thrill. Yeah, the thrill of the chase. Through the sewers, up a sheer building face, then back down again, where he disappeared into the subway. What do you know about this Cheesley guy, Lowry? I know he buys up accounts at a loss, so he has to be working for someone. It's all about pass-through income, Paul. Cheesley could be anyone. You could do his job. It's basically theft, but in the financial sector. Would it happen to be bad if I happened to name-drop you during a conversation with the guy at the same time I threatened to throw him off a building? Yes. All right, Lowry. Hypothetically, suppose I did that. Paul, your only job is to not be noticed. Tell me things that you notice, and then get me fresh blood. That's actually jobs? Multiple? Who is that? Who dares second-guess Lowry? Uh, th that's Elvis. It's my partner on the VTuber thing. Why is your VTuber partner here? Are we online? Are we streaming? I will kill you, Paul. Why are we on speakerphone? Well, he's also psychologically impossible to notice. So it's, it's better that we're aware that he's listening than not, I think. I hate working with your type of vampire. You are just the worst. Well, we're all striving to be your type of vampire, sir. You know, upper class. One of these days, I'm gonna own my own house with my own tire swing. Gross. Then it won't be cool to own houses anymore. It's fine. We'll do it on the down low. No one will know we did it. Look, Lowry, do you know where this guy's office is? Maybe we can start there and put a nail in this problem really quick. All right. Listen to me. You can't just go messing around with private equity firms. It's a very delicate political situation. One of the firm's partners might be a U.S. senator, and almost every important vampire is involved in at least one. I'll check into it, make sure we're not stepping on any serious toes. All right, call me back when you got the green light. I will. And you're going to owe me for this, Paul. This was a serious lapse in your judgment. I hang up. So what now, Paul? Well, Elvis, let's go to Larry's place and listen in. I think you'll need the bus to get uptown. That's okay. I'll conveniently do other work until Paul and Elvis just happen to arrive. All right, the team logo spins in and out. And Paul and Elvis walk through the door just as Lowry wraps up a phone call. All right, listen. I don't care how many giraffes he says he can fit in his butthole. Tell him every harassment lawsuit we deal with costs us another 60 Ks. And if this keeps up, we're going to get a new HR manager. God, I hang up. Oh, man. Elvis, looks like we missed some really good office politics there. I've always wanted to see an office politics dumpster fire. 
I've heard cubicle work isn't as bad as it seems on TV, but with this face, I know I'd never pass the interview. All right, Cheesley, Ratman, and Associates. I get their number and then find their address. Call them up on the phone. You get an answer. Hello, Cheesley, Ratman, and Associates. Yes, hello. This is Lowry with Lowry and Lowry Services, LLC. Is Mr. Cheesley available? Sorry, sir. This is an after-hours number. Mr. Cheesley isn't in at the moment. If this is after hours, why do you have a person answering the phone? I think my wages get billed as a tax write-off for about a dozen different layers of the company, sir. Oh, of course. It's interesting that you know that. That checks out. Well, I don't suppose you can put me through to Mr. Cheesley anyway. Sorry, sir. No. But can I leave a message? It's fairly urgent. You see, I'm gonna find him, open his neck with a can opener, and then drink his blood. Oh. Are you one of our clients? Because they said if we get these kinds of calls from a client, I should contact our lawyer. No, you idiot. I just told you I'm with a rival firm. Lowry and Lowry Services, LLC. I am going to kill your boss. Have him call me back. Oh. They said if we get these kinds of calls from another private equity firm, I should fax you a photocopy of Mr. Cheesley's naked bottom. That... that's sexual harassment. You and I could both sue Cheesley for sexual harassment. We'll both get about 50 Ks out of it. Really? Yeah, but first you gotta fax that over here. Uh, here, my fax number is 555-55555. That's, that's too many numbers, sir. No, it isn't. It's eight digits. I see you haven't been in private equity very long, kid. Go ahead, I'm waiting for the fax. Okay. In a few minutes you receive a terms of service exempting Cheesley from any lawsuit, which you agree to by seeing the top part of it, followed by a picture of Cheesley's butt. Curse the modern day. Sorry, kid, Cheesley got us. Looks like we won't get our lawsuit after all. Aw, uh, really? Hang up. Call Paul. Hello? Gah, what are you doing in my apartment? I told you to knock, and not to be noticed by me when you come in. I did both those things, Lowry. You successfully didn't notice. Oh. Good job, then, I guess. I, I didn't notice you knocking. Anyway, diplomacy didn't work right away, and I'm concerned that doing more diplomacy might give them a choice in the matter, so I'm gonna send you and your friend to take care of things. All right, boss, what do you want us to do? Well, obviously, we have to kill Cheesley. He told me he was working for someone else. Yeah, that's normal. Private equity is just a giant shell game. He could be with anyone. Yeah, so your name might come up with the higher power is what I'm getting at. See, Paul, this is why I ask you to wait and listen and why I don't deploy you to talk to people. If we climb this ladder high enough, sooner or later we're going to be messing with the U.S. president's finances and then we're going to be enemies of the state. They just stole a VR headset, man. I'm sure this doesn't go all the way to the president. What if we just go to their place and steal their computer hard drives? Uh, God, I hate working with you people. Can't you be polite enough to exist in my mental space while we're planning something important? I am now. Anyway, I guess you can steal a few computer hard drives and we can see what's on them. All right, it's decided. I'll stay nearby in case it all goes poorly and someone needs to talk to the police. I have my cell. In fact, leave your cell phones on. You got it and we'll get to it. Mason, I guess we head down to Cheesley's office. Wait, Paul, can he see us? Well, Elvis, we know Cheesley's not there. And unless the secretary that answers the phone is supernatural somehow, we should be able to just walk right in. All right, you all head down to Cheesley's office. How do you get there? I'll drive. I have a nice car. Perfect. You pull up in one of those sweet midlife crisis convertibles, even though you're probably way beyond midlife. The lights in the office are all turned off. Wait, Elvis, I got it. We could hire a driver. Then we don't need a driver's license and we don't need to get our photos taken. Oh my god, Paul. Don't just exclaim like that. I thought this was about the job. Right. Yes, the job. Don't worry, I'll remember that driver's thing. You and me. Soon we're gonna own a tire swing. And a house adjacent to it. That tire swing is gonna be freaking rad. It's gonna have LED lights and everything. Mason, we check the front door on the office. 
Okay, it's kind of a split office space with two separate buildings on either side of a hallway, and it's two stories tall. You come up to the door that you're looking for, open it up, and just sitting in there in total darkness is some wide-eyed, creepy-looking kid. He's got eyes like dinner plates, but he looks right at you and says, Oh, uh, welcome to Cheesley Ratman and Associates. We're closed right now. Oh, yeah, uh, we, uh... We're the cleaning crew? Really? What happened to Bonzo? Well, it's the craziest thing. Bonzo died. Yeah. Super sucks. I love that guy. Oh. Yeah. He was really nice. What happened? He overdosed on opiates. See, he twisted his ankle and then got all messed up on pain pills. Then, just, you know. Yeah, we all saw it coming. I've been thinking a lot about the funeral. You know, what am I going to do? In I think his family said they're going to try and keep it small, so they're not going to invite work friends. I guess it makes sense it's not getting around. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so, so it's just uh Shame about his daughter, though. He had a daughter? Yeah, three years old. You never mentioned that. I thought it was forbidden. It is very forbidden. That's why he never talked about her, Elvis, and why we shouldn't gossip like this. You know, the daughter's just a rumor. Listen, kid, please don't tell anyone about Bonzo's daughter, okay? The man just died, and I don't think his wife is ready to hear about it. Uh, about the daughter they presumably had together? Well, he doesn't, she doesn't want to know that the daughter's forbidden. The many layers of secrets that we, we, can't, we just can't reveal those to people. Do you know that, do you know that antelope men rule the world? They're from Lemuria, kid. Pa, pa. Everything you know is a lie. Your brain lies to you every day. 90% of what you see is just a generalized picture that you don't even think about. A vampire could walk right by you in full Dracula cape and everything, and your brain might not even notice. Pa. Mason, I have the ability to make people I'm talking to feel very emotional. Okay, uh, then th this guy sitting here in the dark just listening to you rant starts feeling really taken in by all this. Really? You think they'd lie to me like this? The better question is when have they ever told the truth? Oh my god, you're right. When have they told the truth? I haven't thought of it from that angle. Can I really verify anything in my life? Oh, oh my god, I'm having a panic attack. That's normal. That's... That's perfectly normal to realizing that the perspective that people don't even want you to have. Look, kid, your eyes are open now. Don't look away. Don't blink. Just keep on staring until your eyes start to burn. It burns like a nasty venereal disease in a time before you could get antibiotics. Do you know what those times were like? No, no, I don't, sir. They were horrible, kid, but also free. Free like a bird. You never knew if you'd live or die, but you couldn't tweet about it on Facebook. Yeah, and it's a really big deal that society is alive, but anyway, we have to go and clean the place. Oh, yeah, 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 right, right, yeah. Yeah, okay. Wait, you guys don't have cleaning equipment? Did, uh, Bonzo not leave his here? He said that he may have left them somewhere. Oh, I hope not. I mean, you guys are supposed to be a third-party cleaning crew, so you're not supposed to leave your stuff here. Ah, oh, man, Elvis, we forgot our cleaning stuff. Shoot, we were so wrapped up in reality that we forgot the cleaning stuff. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, dang. All right, well, let's go get it before we forget again. All right, see you. We'll see you in a little bit, kid. Really sorry about the news about Bonzo. Yeah, me too. Me too. Today's been a ride. Uh, okay, bye. Dang it, Elvis, we're so stupid. He could see us. We didn't have a plan for if he could see us. We probably should have thought of one. Go back to the car. Lowry, we gotta go to the hardware store. What? Why? We need tools, Lowry. We're burglars. Sometimes burglars use tools. Elvis has an entire pack of locksmith's tools. What do you need? An industrial vacuum. You need an industrial vacuum to quietly break into this building. So far, yes. Look, Lowry, I don't question your profession. Do you know what a Stoffel wrench is? 
I have no idea what a Stoffel wrench is. Well, we don't have time to get into technical details as to why we need a shop vacuum. It would take hours to explain. We just need you to take us to the hardware store. That's all that we need. Okay, fine. I start up the engine and I drive these guys to the hardware store. There's one nearby. It only takes you about 10 minutes. All right, so you're going to break into this place and steal an industrial vacuum. Do you need a Stoffel wrench to pick the locks too? No, no, no way, Lowry. I got like two or three Stoffel wrenches. You can never have too many of those. Uh, but hey, when I open this first door, I bet the alarm's probably going to sound, so someone needs to get a brick ready to throw through the second door. After that, we're going to run in, grab that vacuum, and then get out before the cops get here. Ah, forget the brick. I'll just run right through with my vampire strength. You always say you'll do that, but if you throw the brick first, it'll weaken the window by putting a big hole in it, Paul. No way, Elvis. A plan with too many steps can fail at any of those steps. Better stick to just me running through the window. Okay, well, I'm about to get this lock. Lowry, maybe do you want to throw a brick? What am I? Some kind of barbarian? I already feel dirty just being the driver. I should have made Frank drive. I could have sat in the passenger seat and criticized his driving. Actually, I'm going to call Frank. You guys hurry this up. Okay, pop the trunk, please. Paul, get ready. Five, four, three, two, one. I run through the glass door. It isn't pleasant, and you're probably going to bruise a little, but you smash through. You guys then rush in, find a vacuum, presumably hiding your faces somehow, toss that vacuum in the trunk, and then get out before the police arrive. Yeah, yeah, great job, team. High fives all around. No. I'll give you one. No one deserves high fives until we accomplish what we actually came out to do. Fine. If you absolutely must know, we had to get the shop back because the receptionist could see us, and now he thinks we're cleaners. Can I get a high five for this genius ruse or what? What? No, no, you cannot have a high five. I have the power to convince people of almost anything by speaking to them directly. I could have just told them you were allowed in the building. We didn't need to steal this vacuum. Well, I don't need your powers. I'm doing it myself. Okay, that that's exactly... There's no high fives for this. I cannot permit a high five. In fact, I'm going to remember this. The next time you do deserve one, you're in the hole. I'm withholding a high five for the future. Ah, oh, that's not fair. It's so fair. Park the car, get out. I'm going in this time. We're getting inside that place because, so help me, we are the kings of the night. And not all of us are sewer-dwelling simpletons who have to steal vacuums to maintain our cover stories. Get the vacuum. We don't need the vacuum. We might need the vacuum. Yeah, we went through all the trouble. We might as well have it. I don't care. I'm just whatever. If you don't care, then we'll bring it in. I barge into the office. Hello. Our office is closed right now. I'm with these idiots. I gesture to Paul and Elvis. We hold up the vacuum. Listen, we are going to clean this building. You will let us through that door. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I guess go right in. Thank you. Man, that's lame. Why do your powers work, but not ours? Because I am not a sewer creature. You walk through the door to find an overly large office. Sitting in the dark on the only desk are two men in security outfits whose heads swivel towards you unnervingly. Their enormous eyes are glowing in the darkness. Yes, hello. Did you know you're sitting in the most filthy office in the entire planet? They exchange glances. Well, you are. I've seen a lot of offices, but this one is pretty gross. Here, get up. The guards get up. Run my finger along the desk. Look, you see all this dust? And what are the two of you doing on your payroll? Just sitting here like a couple of lumps? What, browsing your phones, probably? You wouldn't need to hire cleaners if either of you used your time efficiently. Let me guess, though. Not in your job description. Speaking of Paul and Elvis, why aren't you doing your jobs? I guess plug in the vacuum and start vacuuming. I, uh, I pose next to the vacuum, trying to look essential to this process. Go to the computer and just open it up. 
Oh my god. Elvis, turn off the vacuum. I'm trying to speak. I turn off the vacuum. Wave the guards over. Do you see this? Everyone knows that dust accumulates inside these computers. If you don't clean them properly every now and then, the dust starts to settle. Do you want to put your finger on this? The guards shake their heads no. Yeah, I didn't think so. It's disgusting, isn't it? This is going to be like a whole job by itself. Elvis, come here. Bring your screwdrivers. Make some space in this thing to get our hands in there. I pull out the screwdrivers and remove the hard drive. And I guess also the GPU while I'm at it. Those are pretty expensive. I try to dust the desk. Take the hard drive from Elvis and hold it up towards the guards. Have you ever seen inside one of these things when they haven't been cleaned properly? They kind of look nervously at each other and then shake their heads. It's recommended that you clean one of these at least twice a week with one of those little air canisters. But once the dust starts to settle, you develop a massive problem. These things start growing mold, and it looks like a radioactive wasteland inside. Slap the desk angrily. A few minutes of your time is all it would take. Now I have to put this thing in a special machine that won't damage the software. Ah, oh, God. Put the drive in my pocket. All right, Elvis, run the vacuum in there and then close it up. I guess I put the shop vac hose in the computer case and just start sucking stuff up. Once it feels right, I close up the computer and start to head out the door. Okay, there's still a lot more work to be done here, and I'm going to bill your boss for what I've already done. But I have to talk to him about the size of this invoice before I do any more because he's in for some real sticker shock. Slam the door behind me, glare at the receptionist, then storm out. See you around, kid. Okay. See ya. See? What would you have done if you walked in there with your vacuum cleaner and those guards questioned you? Lied to them? Probably make up more backstory for Bonzo. Who is Bonzo? We have no idea. But he died recently. It's tragic. He had a secret child. Shut up, you idiots. Let's get back to my place so I can look at the contents of this hard drive. And throw that vacuum in the dumpster. But, Lowry, free vacuum. I don't need a vacuum. I hire people for cleaning. Lowry, if we've learned anything today... That is apparently a massive security risk. Paul, do not test me. I will stuff you in that vacuum if you don't throw it away. Fine. Waste of a good vacuum, though. You guys hop in the car and drive back to Lowry's place. When you arrive, Frank is gone. Because you called him earlier and I think you were going to make him drive. Oh, right. Oh well, Frank needs to get out more. I plug this hard drive into my computer. Whoa, whoa, what if you got a virus on there? You don't know what kinds of websites that hard drive has been on. Are you a computer expert, Paul? I kind of am. Well, am I going to get a virus? Eh. Very reassuring. I turn the computer on. You turn on the computer, start clicking around through files, and you shortly realize you have no idea what you're looking for or looking at. There is a ton of data, but it fundamentally all has to do with hiding where everything came from. Almost as though someone made it intentionally opaque in case someone tried to do an audit on this company. Oh, no. I don't suppose anyone here is an expert in bureaucracy. Are you not? All of my operations are legal, asterisk, or on the bleeding edge of legal. I have people for the bureaucratic stuff, and also a bunch of shell companies who do this kind of thing beneath me, and for good legal reasons I have no idea how it works. All right then, well let's get one of your lower people. I just said that my operations are legal, asterisk. You think I want to get that involved with the stolen hard drive and what's going to look like a corporate espionage case, because partly it is? I'm totally going to get back the beans and Tupperware account. But we can't sort through all of this ourselves. We don't have the time. Or the patience. Let's hunt down Cheesley and torture him. Actually, we might not need to. I know a guy who doesn't work for the company. He's the world's most premier expert in bureaucracy. We're not exactly on good terms, but I think he might be a good shot. 